Hey friends, this is Andy Storch, and I'm excited to announce that we are bringing the Talent Development Think Tank Conference back on February 22nd and 23rd in Sonoma, California. Yes, you might remember we hosted this conference for the first time in January 2020, and it was a huge hit with everyone telling us it was the best conference they ever attended. And of course, we were looking forward to running it again in 2021 until the pandemic hit. That's when I launched the Talent Development Think Tank membership community, and that's been going strong since May of 2020. But I know how valuable it is to get people together in person, and that's why we are excited to be bringing the conference back again on February 22nd and 23rd in Sonoma, California. I'm committed to making this a highly engaging and interactive event where you can connect, learn, and grow together with other talent development professionals. This is going to be the best event out there in talent development, and I would love to see you there. If you want to find more information and get your tickets today, the website is tdtt.us conference. That's tdtt.us slash conference. I hope to see you there. Welcome to the Talent Development Hot Seat, a show where I interview business executives, talent development professionals, and thought leaders to find out what has been successful and challenging in the world of talent development. My objective is to share ideas, valuable lessons, tools, advice, and trends. My hope is that all of this will ultimately help you, the listener, expand your knowledge, grow your career, and accelerate your success as a talent development professional. Welcome to another episode of the Talent Development Hot Seat. I am your host, Andy Storch, and I'm so grateful that you are joining me today for a solo episode. This one won't be long, but I wanted to summarize some of the learnings I've had recently from our guests and what we've covered on the podcast and things going on in talent development. And first, I want to start by saying how grateful I am for everyone who listens who has subscribed, who has shared the podcast, Uh, several people reaching out to me on LinkedIn, telling me that uh, they're sharing the podcast with all of their colleagues and their friends, and people tell me they're hearing about it at uh, ATD events and uh, other places. And uh, it just makes me feel wonderful, not just because more people are hearing my voice, which is nice, uh, but really it's the people telling me that this podcast is making a difference, that they are taking the lessons from our different guests, not necessarily from me, but from my guests, and uh, applying them in their own jobs and their own businesses as they build new talent development departments or um, deal with cultural transformations uh, or transitions. Uh, and I've had several people reach out to me who are looking for jobs as well in talent development, who are transitioning themselves. And I'm even considering starting a community to help more people like that. If you're interested, reach out to me. Let me know. Uh, If you have feedback or questions, reach out to me. Let me know. Uh, And I want to reflect today on this most recent interview I did with Laura Daniels. And at the time, Laura was running uh, leadership, talent development, and uh, employee experience at Kaiser Permanente, which has over 250,000 employees across their provider network, which is just massive, especially when you consider that it's not centralized by any means. It's across all kinds of different healthcare systems uh, or hospitals that have been acquired over the years in different places. And so all kinds of different cultures being brought together. And the big priority there, the big goal is about creating a great employee experience. Now, why is that? We talked about the consumerization of HR. And we've heard other guests talk a little bit about this, maybe not phrasing it exactly that way. But I really believe that in 2019 and beyond, we have to really look at this because 
are younger workers coming up, um, especially the the back half of the millennial generation and Generation Z, uh, they have, and I don't like to generalize, but they have different preferences from older workers, you know, workers in the past that valued money and security and uh, everyone always values appreciation, uh, but these newer workers want to be part of something. They want to be part of a purpose. They want uh, development, and they want to be treated well. And quite frankly, if they don't get those things that they want, they are going to go somewhere else, and they can go somewhere else so easily because it's never been easier to look for another job, just like it's never been easier to uh, you know, switch cable providers or you know, go with a different company for whatever you are consuming other than, you know, for your utilities, uh, which even then you can now install solar on your house, which you never really could before, right? We have more options than we've ever had before. And so customer service becomes really important. Customer experience because becomes incredibly important, more important than ever because customers have so much choice and employees have those choices now as well. Uh, I don't have a job anymore. I, I run my own business running this podcast and the business I run connecting companies with great talent development solutions. But I can tell you that when I was employed, uh, I was always thinking about whether options are out there. You know, I'm, I'm pretty happy, but if I wasn't, uh, what are my friends working on? I see them every day on social media. I'm connected with people on LinkedIn. Um, I, you know, hear about different job posts and, and I'm connected with recruiters. I mean, there's always options to go different places, especially for people that are really connected. And so if you're not giving them the experience they want, and I'm not saying that, you know, you've got a kowtow or whatever the word might be to your employees. Obviously, it's a two-way street. Employees need to provide value that's commiserate with their salary. And, and really, some might argue that, um, you know, they provide four times the value or whatever it may be. Uh, but it's not just about paying them and then expecting them to do their work and be happy and, you know, be quiet and go home anymore because people are working more. They're working all the time, right? They're always connected. Uh, they're always on their smartphones or checking email on the weekends and you expect employees to be working pretty much around the clock. And so we've got to give them more benefits. We've got to give them more flexibility. We've got to give them more purpose. We've got to give them uh, reasons for doing the things they're doing. And we've got to um, give them an opportunity to really be engaged and happy and to bring their true selves to work, you know, diversity and inclusion becoming more important as well. And freedom and flexibility as people want to work from home, they want to work remotely, they want to be able to travel and work, um, they want to be able to do more things. And so companies are providing more options. And I think the companies that remain rigid, that are strict about, you know, how and where employees work, and that um, they don't really invest that much in benefits or providing a great experience or purpose, I think they're going to fall behind because I think they're going to lose their best talent. Because again, Laura called this the consumerization of HR, where we have to treat our employees as consumers. HR needs to show up as a thought leader, as an expert in this space and say, hey, we know what people are looking for business. And we know how important things are in the business that we're looking to drive revenue to lower costs, to improve profit, um, to drive EBITDA or margins, whatever it is, you need to speak the business language and know what is important in the business, know what the important KPIs are, but also bring your expertise as an organizational development prof uh, professional or talent development professional or HR professional and knowing what is going to drive engagement and improve that experience and show Laura talked about 
uh, metrics and proving why it was worth it to invest in the things they're investing in, you need to be able to show that. You know, what software are you using? Are you tracking things? Are you using data? Because there's more data available now than ever before, but it's not easy to harness that. And I have some guests coming up in the future that will talk about harnessing that data. But can you show that it's worth investing in this experience? And to simplify it, as I've already been talking about, it's pretty obvious. If your employees, especially your younger, up-and-coming, hypo, all-star employees, are not getting a great experience, then they're going to go somewhere else. It's not hard for them to log on LinkedIn and find a new job, get offered a new job, talk to their friends and say, hey, what are you working on? Where are you working? Are you happy? What kind of benefits does your company provide? And then apply for that job and, and see if they get it. It, you know, just logging on, going on an app. They could do it on their smartphone while they're on their lunch break. It's not hard. And so we have to remember this, that that's getting easier and easier. And just like with customers, we have to keep customers happy because, you know, cable companies didn't care that much about keeping the customers happy, right? They provide a service. Um, they didn't provide very great customer service. And now look what's going on. People are cutting the cord like crazy because they can get Netflix, um, and they can get Hulu and they can save some money and they didn't see the value in cable. And now my cable company calls me all the time to try to bring me back, but it's too late, right? It's too late. And companies are seeing that all over the place. If they're not providing a great experience, they're not providing great service, then they're going to lose their customers. And I think the same can be true for companies that are not providing a great employee experience. And as I said in the podcast uh, in the interview with Laura, and I've said this on the podcast before, and I can't take credit for that. I heard it from someone else, but your customer experience will never exceed that of your employee experience. And the example that I always give of um, you know a model company is Southwest Airlines, one that uh, we studied when I was in business school over 10 years ago, and I think is still a model today. And me as a traveling consultant, I see it. I used to fly United all the time. Now I fly Southwest. They treat their employees better than other airlines do, and those employees treat their customers better. They're happier. They're, you know, they sing at, on the planes and at work. And you know, there's a few people that get turned off by that, don't like that, but I think most people like it, and they're willing to uh, pay a little bit more to fly Southwest because they know they're going to get a great experience. I know I am, and uh, so many companies are like that, right? If they provide a great customer experience, customers will pay a little bit more. And I think if employees are getting a great experience, they're not going to quibble about is their salary 10 or 20% less than their peers because they're getting that great experience and they're going to be willing to stay for a long time. And let's not forget that part of that experience, this is the talent development hot seat. We care about talent development, that part of that experience is providing development opportunities, career development, talent development. People want to learn. They want to improve. They want to get better. They're not always that vocal about it. And in fact, people sometimes have a hard time uh, saying exactly what they want. So um, I speak a lot with uh, my friend and partner, um, Christine DiDonato, who's been on this podcast a long time back. She runs a company called Career Rev, and she works especially with companies to help them with their early career professionals. And she said this many times because she's looked into a lot of data and, and surveyed a lot of younger employees that they show up and they meet with their manager and they say, I want to get a promotion in the next year. And companies, managers say, well, that's unrealistic. These younger employees, they're, they're so um, 
entitled. Uh, they think they can just move up so much faster than we used to. But it's not always what they really mean. What they don't mean, I just want a promotion. That's it. They're trying to get somewhere new. They want to uh, learn new things. They want to move up. And you've got to dig into well, like what are the reasons behind that. And oftentimes it's about learning. Uh, it's about growth. Uh, it's about challenges. They want new challenges. And sometimes it's really about making more money so they can pay off their massive student loans as well. Uh, but they want to get to a different place. Maybe they want to try something new. And the best companies are providing these opportunities. They're providing coaching. They're providing opportunities for people to rotate, to try different things, to learn new skills, to develop their skills and really develop in their careers. And I think that's a big part of the employee experience today in 2019. So I hope that if you're working in talent development, organizational development, employee experience, that you're thinking about these things, that you are providing opportunities for your employees, that your leaders, uh, your managers, your uh, executives think that this is important. If they don't, next time you talk to them, bring it up, but try to approach it with the business strategy in mind, with the key performance indicators, the KPIs, the, the, the financials in mind. Think about it in terms of if we improve, invest this much in employee experience, attrition will go down, productivity will go up, and it will result in this increase in sales or this increase in profitability or this project will perform better. If you can speak that way, you become more of a partner to the business. You're solving real problems. You become more valuable. Those employees become more engaged and happier and they stay longer and everybody wins. Um, keep listening. If you want to hear more about things like this, I've got some more really great guests coming up in the future. We're about 100 episodes in to the talent development hot seat at this point, and uh, we are not stopping anytime soon. I may make some changes to the format in the future, um, but otherwise, things are just ramping up. And if you are not following me on LinkedIn, if you are not uh, subscribed to our email list, please jump on those opportunities because I am sharing valuable content on LinkedIn and in our emails all the time, and I don't always think to share it on the podcast as well. So find me on LinkedIn, Andy Storch, S-T-O-R-C-H, and go sign up for our mailing list and get some of our free resources at talentdevelopmenthotseat.com. And the last thing I want to remind you about is that we do have our first conference coming up in November, the Talent Development Think Tank on November 6th and 7th in Sonoma, California. We've got some really great speakers lined up, including Liz Weissman, Josh Burson, uh, Michael Bungay-Stanier, Julie Winkle-Giulioni, who's been on this podcast. Uh, three out of four of them have been on this podcast. I haven't had Josh on yet, but the others have been. And Christine Donato, who I mentioned uh, earlier in this episode today, uh, will also be there talking about the employee experience. Uh, and Julie Winkle-Giulioni is an expert in talking about the employee experience. She's been on this podcast. She has a book called Help Them Grow or Watch Them Go. I highly recommend it. And I highly recommend you take a look at getting tickets and joining us because we're going to be talking a lot about these topics and how to get better. You can check it out and get your tickets at talentdevelopmentthinktank.com. Thank you again for listening and I'll see you out there. Thanks for listening to the Talent Development Hot Seat. If you got value out of this show, please subscribe, leave a review and share with your colleagues and friends. We want to spread the word and add as much value to the talent development community as possible. And we need your help. As always, you can find more information and connect with me at talentdevelopmenthotseat.com. Take care.